1: He's talking about a relationship that he wants with individual people. He's like, your rituals? I don't care about your rituals. Those don't impress me unless they're coming out of a heart that desires to know me and interact me and be taught by me and led by me. Then they matter to me. If there's true and real significance to you when you come and have communion and you drink the cup and you eat the cracker or whatever, well then yeah, that then it pleases God and, and there's something significant taking place. But if you're just doing a ritual, it's like you're wasting your time.
0: God isn't pleased with sacrifices and vain religious rituals. The Lord desires your heart. Today, Pastor Robert will be encouraging us to get back to the basics and to simply know the Lord in a more intimate way. Being busy doing works and partaking in rituals may pull you away from God rather than draw you closer. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message.
1: They made a calf in those days, offered sacrifices to the idol, and rejoiced in the works of their own hands. Then God turned and gave them up to worship the host of heaven, as is written in the book of the prophets. Did you offer me slaughtered animals and sacrifices during 40 years in the wilderness, O house of Israel? You also took up the tabernacle of Moloch and the star of your God, Remphan, images which you made to worship, and I will carry you away Beyond Babylon. In other words, he reminded them: Yeah, you offered the sacrifices. You know, you paid lip service. You did your rituals, but at the same time, you were engaging in astrology, worshiping the hosts of heavens. You were focused on the stars and the, and all of that, and and this you know idol worship and you know the god of fertility and all this other stuff. You were you were serving the flesh and then going through the motions with your rituals where your God is concerned. And he's not fooled. That's, that's, he's reminding them. He says, you were doing this other stuff too, and I will carry you away beyond Babylon into exile. Verse 44, our fathers had the tabernacle of witness in the wilderness as he appointed, instructing Moses to make it according to the pattern he had seen, which our fathers, having received it in turn, also brought with Joshua into the land possessed by the Gentiles whom God drove out before the face of our fathers until the days of David who found favor before God, and asked to find a dwelling for the God of Jacob. But Solomon built him a house, however..." Now he's dealing with their thing about him blaspheming the temple. Look at what he says, "...however, the Most High does not dwell in temples made with hands." As the prophet says, "...heaven is my throne." Earth is my footstool. What house will you build for me, says the Lord? What is the place of my rest? Has my hand not made all these things? Now listen, what's he saying? How does this apply to us? I mean, a lot of it's clear. It's just straightforward. He's talking about a relationship that he wants with individual people. He's like, your rituals? I don't care about your rituals those don't impress me unless they're coming out of a heart that desires to know me and interact me and be taught by me and led by me. Then they matter to me. If there's true and real significance to you when you come and have communion and you drink the cup and you eat the cracker or whatever, well then yeah, that then it pleases God and, and there's something significant taking place. But if you're just doing a ritual, it's like you're wasting your time. We need to assemble ourselves together, get to know each other, study the Bible together, pray together talk about issues together. We need conflict. We need to wrestle these things through with one another. Do you understand? We need to be a family. We need to, we need to be gathered together. And so we need a place where we can. You won't all fit at my house. I doubt that very many of you have a house in which we would all fit. Now, He wants us to meet, to you know break bread together, have the home fellowships, and go to one another's homes, and function as a family. That's what families do. They get together, they share meals, they connect, they get to know each other. He wants that for us, but we also need a place where we can all gather together. Would you agree? Apparently you do, you're here. So, we rented a place. Now, maybe one day the Lord will allow us to buy one, but do you understand that's all it is? And here's my point with that. There are things that you would feel uncomfortable doing in this room because it's the church. You don't don't feel uncomfortable doing it somewhere else. Things that, language for example, language that you wouldn't use it in, in, in this room, that you will use at your workplace, in your home, at the park, at the beach. Behavior, habits. Listen, you need to have a conversation with your father about those things. If you would not feel comfortable doing it in here, you should not feel comfortable doing it somewhere else. There's a there's a dissonance there. You need to have a conversation with God about that. You need to talk it through with Him. You need to examine the Scriptures because one of two things is happening. You're feeling uncomfortable about something that He's okay with, or you're behaving hypocritically. You with me? Because this place is no more holy than any other place. It's just bricks and block and steel and cork or whatever. That's all it is. It's a place we rent. The Social Security Administration used to be in here. That's not a holy place. Do you follow me? It's just a place. This is just a place. It's just a place. And we we need, in our relationship with God, you know, there needs to be that authenticity. We need to be real. We, we need to... To be who we are, period. And if you're not comfortable behaving a certain way in here, then you need to question why you're comfortable doing it somewhere else. But there may very well be things that, you know, you've just maybe some things that, that you wrestle with because of the way you were raised or or things that you were taught, you know, that are not biblical. A lot of the things we were taught are not in the Bible. Things that we grew up believing. I've talked to people who grew up believing. If they didn't go to church, they would go to hell because they didn't go to church. It's not in the Bible. It's just not in there. Now, you'll suffer unnecessarily in this life, I'm convinced of that, because you, you won't learn and grow, and, and you won't have those relationships. You'll, you'll shrivel up and die as a Christian if you're not connecting with other believers on a regular basis. You know, we, we do need each other. But do you understand what I'm driving at? This, this, is, this is a place, and what God wants for us, each of us individually, is that, that we would come to understand that He is everywhere present. He's with you at work. He's with you at the beach. You know, He's he's with you at home. He's with you when you think you're hiding. Doing things you know you shouldn't be doing. He's with you. No matter where you go, Psalm 139. It's one of my favorite passages. David says, where can I go to get away from you? Where can I go when you're not there? There's no place. No place. And that's either comforting or frightening, one or the other. If it's frightening, then deal with that because it should be comforting. He is a perfect Father to you. Loves you with a perfect love. If it's not comforting that He's with you everywhere and under every circumstance, then you're missing out. You're missing out. One of the things that I've realized, guys, is that there's so many of us coming from religious backgrounds where everything is is about ritual. Everything is about the rules, and you know, keeping the rules, and and thereby somehow, you know, earning my way into heaven. Just don't find that in the scriptures. God says you cannot earn it. That's why He came and became a man and went to the cross and was executed on our behalf, because there's absolutely nothing we can do to perfect ourselves. We're just messed up. We're broken. We're imperfect. Now, that's what it means when you hear somebody say that, you know, and the Bible declares that we are all sinners. People sometimes want to dispute that. Oh, I'm not a sinner. I've never, you know, I mean, I know I'm not perfect. Well, then you're a sinner. That's all it means, that you're imperfect. That we are not like God. We're imperfect. And Jesus went to the cross and was executed so that now on the basis of that payment for our sin, God can, when we come to Him asking for it, justly wipe it all away and forgive us and bring us into friendship. And that's what He's after. That's what He's after. That personal one-to-one relationship, friendship, with human beings. That's the whole point. And if, if, if you'll come to Him and acknowledge that you need Him and that you need forgiveness and that you, that you want to know Him, His response is always, always positive. He sends His Spirit to move in and live within you and begin changing you, recreating you from the inside out. He transforms you, perfects you. It doesn't happen like that, but it begins like that.
0: We are so glad you joined us for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will be back with another message from God's Word soon. But in the meantime, we'd like to invite you to peruse our website MainThingRadio.com. Right now, we'd like to take a minute to tell you how you can support the ministry of Main Thing Radio. God has been using Main Thing Radio as a powerful tool to reach people with the Gospel, and He has given us a vision to expand our ministry and reach this earthly mission field with His message of hope and forgiveness. But just as with any ministry, there are significant costs involved in producing professional quality radio broadcasts. Would you prayerfully consider partnering with us in our continuing ministry here at Main Thing Radio? With a gift of $15 or more, we'll send you a copy of The Jesus Style by Gail Irwin. Used as a textbook in many seminaries, The Jesus Style shows how the example of Jesus is one after which each Christian should model their own life. This inspiring book is yours as our way of saying thank you for your devotion to Main Thing Radio. For more information or to contribute, please visit mainthingradio.com and click donate at the top of the page. From all of us at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for joining us for today's message. Be sure to tune in again right here on Main Thing Radio.